This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. I always say it does not matter where you are enjoying your cigar or your libation or your delicacies or even for that matter your harem. The most important thing is who you are doing it with. So if you light a cigar, you pour yourself a cocktail, you have a fine delicacy or you throw some items on the grill, it is important who is sharing that camaraderie with you. And it is my pleasure to leave Humidor 1A, Command Center Alpha in the Cigar City, to venture to another, what I consider, secondary home. That would be Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm coming to you front and center from the Greek Isles on South Boulevard and Bland Street in beautiful uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. Why? Because I have the Cigar City of Tampa to visit a couple of very good friends. And as I started out, the most important thing, not where you're smoking, not what you're smoking, but who you are smoking it with. Long Ash greetings and salutations. A Long Ash snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure, America's alpha male front and center. Coming to you today from a sunny and 44-degree Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful place to be, the Greek Isles. And my pleasure to welcome two longtime friends to the Cigar Dave Show. First up, Captain Cy Emeris. Greetings, Captain Cy. Greetings, Long Ashes General. What a beautiful day it is here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And as I look across the view from the Greek Isles, I can see uptown Charlotte. I see the light rail going by. I see people gathering at the eating establishments and jogging. It's just a beautiful area to be at. And also another great friend, the proprietor of the Greek Isles, the finest Greek restaurant, not only in Charlotte, not only in the United States, but around, they're even envious in Greece. The great Panos Fotopoulos, also known as Panos the Greek. Good to have you here, David. Pleasure as always. I see you've got the Uzo ready for us. Why not? We've got, wait, what's what you always say? God bless America and a few Greeks. And a few Greeks. There you go. <laughs> well, we've got the cigars ready. We have got our uh, our ouzo ready to uh, celebrate. And I should tell you, lieutenants, no cigars for me for about six weeks. If I sound a tad bit on the funny side, not the humorous side, but if my voice sounds a little bit different, the left side of my mouth is still a little bit on the sore side. I had the last two of my remaining wisdom teeth yanked on Tuesday morning. Now, two years ago when I had them done, on the right side, no problem. They were in and out in about 10 minutes. But uh, my uh, oral surgeon said that I have a hard jawbone. And I said, not only do I have a hard jawbone, I've been accused of having a hard head. And nobody will dispute that. But apparently, even a couple of years makes a big difference. So it took them about 50 minutes to get the bottom wisdom tooth out, the bottom molar out, and just a little bit of soreness lingering on from that. However, the show goes on. Captain Sai 
and Panos the Greek will be enjoying cigars. And Lieutenant says, you've heard me say many times, cigars are not addicting. And the proof is that I'm not going to have a cigar probably for the next four to six weeks at least. And the reason is because when you pull a tooth out, you don't want any infection in the area. You want to keep the, the tooth socket clear. You want it to heal. And smoke on, the, on that area will certainly impair the healing process. But I'm not shaking. I'm not going into withdrawal. Why? Because we don't smoke cigars for nicotine. It is that simple. The enemies of pleasure, who have no clue what they're talking about, will, of course, disagree and tell you that a cigar is the same as a cigarette. But we know that is not the case. March 20th, 1977. A very important date in the annals of history. Why was March 20th, 1977 such a big day? Panos or Captain Sai, would you like to venture to take a guess? Why March 20th, 1977, 38 years uh, ago, was such a big day? I, You know, 1977, I remember very well. March of 77, you know, I don't have a clue of what happened then. Uh I'm totally with a loss of words. Panos, March 20, 1977. <laughs> I do have no clue. <laughs> that was the day of this five stars bar mitzvah. Oh, really? The day oh. I officially became a man. No kidding. That's correct. Now, in, in 1977, you were 30, uh, 13, 13, 13 years old? That is correct. 13 in 1977. Now, why do I bring that up on the Cigar Dave show where we talk about the alpha male good life? I, 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 I have no clue. What are one of the things we talk? Cigars, spirits, diversions, and? Dames. 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 The reason I bring this up is because I feel deprived. A yoga instructor in Scottsdale, Arizona, a woman by the name of, wait, I will find her name here. This is very important. A 32-year-old, <laughs> Lindsay Radomski, 32 years old, was invited to attend a bar mitzvah on Saturday, March 21st at a residence in North Scottsdale, Arizona, where 100 people attended. On that day, the yoga instructor, Lindsay Radomsky, flashed her new set of brand spanking new boobs, her new breast implants to underage guests at the bar mitzvah, and allegedly seven of the youngsters to fondle her freshly augmented rack. I think I'm ready to be bar but That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> but wait, there's more. She is also charged with performing oral sex on a 15-year-old boy. Now, my question is, a 15-year-old boy isn't bar boy the man of the hour? The man of the day. Why didn't the Barmitzvah boy get a little blow joy? Get a little special. I would say all doesn't that bad. We'll we'll post a uh, a link to the story here, but I feel deprived because I just had a regular bar mitzvah. You know, you do your service, you have the lunch, people give you some gifts. I want a 21st century version of a bar mitzvah that this youngster went through called a boob mitzvah. Now, why don't I feel sorry for you? I'll tell you why I don't feel sorry for you. I have been to the Pleasure Palace before. I know my good friend and brother, the general. 
I, I just don't feel sorry for you. I know that you probably have made up for lost time. <laughs> that I have. But I can tell you at my bar mitzvah, there were no hotties that were – I don't think they had fake racks back in 1977. Maybe they did. I don't know. But the, this is a classic. She started her fit of flashing by showing the results of her recent breast augmentation surgery to a handful of adult guests. She admitted she was a little bit on the – actually not – a bit. She was exceedingly drunk at the time. One of the adults cautioned her that exhibitionism wasn't perhaps the best idea at a ceremony formally celebrating the coming of age of a 13-year-old Jewish boy. I disagree. What says I am a man better than seeing a hot rack and getting some oral pleasure? That would really bring him into manhood the right way. I think in a uh, heartbeat, yeah. So very quickly, as a matter of fact, no doubt. Well, I, I tell you, I, I think there should be – I think it should be mandatory at all bar mitzvahs that this happens. Anyway, long story short, the uh, she proceeded to expose her new rack to a group of underage boys loitering by the swimming pool. Someone urged the, the yoga instructor to go to the bedroom, uh, one of the bedrooms, and sleep it off. A few hours later, she comes out, party winds down. She invites seven boys into a bedroom, permits the boys who ranged in age from 11 to 15 to touch her surgically enhanced breasts according to police one of the kids whipped out the cell phone his cell phone recorded the event which police says shows the yoga instructor smiling and talking as she is getting fondled maybe she was just giving a health education lesson an anatomy (laughs) lesson i don't see anything wrong with that six of the boys then left radomsky allegedly performed oral sex on the 15 year old boy who remained in the bedroom the boy's parents contacted police to report the uh, the the incident I think the boy's parents should have been thrilled that they have a young, healthy, heterosexual American boy on their hands who is eager to explore his newfound sexuality. You know, General, I have uh, been to many bar mitzvahs probably in the 60s. I had a lot of friends that were bar mitzvahed. And I have to say, honestly, the ones that I attended are relatively very boring compared to what this is. I, I'm telling you, most of them are, are relatively on the boring side. Uh, she, and again, my, my whole problem with this is she she performed the the oral, as Bill Clinton would say, sexual relations on the 15-year-old boy and not the bar mitzvah boy. The bar mitzvah boy, really this deal. But she faces several criminal counts, including sexual conduct with a minor and indecent exposure. Her bond was set at $10,000. Let me just say this. If I'm a 13-year-old or a 15-year-old boy and a hot yoga instructor with a new big hot rack flashes them in front of me and starts offering me sexual favors, do you think I'm going to kill that golden goose? Do you think I'm going to start spouting off about it? I'm just going to have a wide grin on my face from morning until night every single day. Well, that's why you're the general. I would probably be so proud I'd be telling everybody and even my Uncle Theo all about all about it. Well, I agree with you. I, I, I think some close relatives you can certainly share that with. So I feel extremely deprived. 38 years ago, I had my bar mitzvah. I want what all boys should be getting today, and that is a boob mitzvah. Or a bra mitzvah, one of the two. <laughs> All right, lieutenants, we will continue around the corner. We'll get set for our national cigar litation ceremony and our national libation ceremony at the bottom of the hour. Much more to get to, 877-DAVE-007, 
328-3007. Don't forget, follow me at Twitter at Cigar Dave Show or Facebook, facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. And we are now on Periscope. We did two Periscope videos earlier today before the show. Maybe we'll do one during the show, so just follow me at Twitter, and you will know when we go live with the video. We shall continue front and center from beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, around the corner. Want to know what's on the general's mind during the week? Interact with him anytime on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliffe, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Wow, the new Super Lee Hero from Rocky Patel. That's right. This seed took years of development. This is a new varietal from Costa Rica. Years of planning, years of research, and working with the Placencia family, we have a seed called the Super Ligero. That's the magic in this new cigar. This cigar has a unique wrapper from St. Augustine from the mountains of Honduras. That's right, Nimish, and that's why this cigar is so special, because it has a character that is very, very different than all of the cigars. In fact, whether you're a novice, amateur, professional, full-bodied smoker, you're gonna love this cigar. Because this character with the Super Ligero and the St. Augustine wrapper just delivers a lot of unique flavors that everyone's gonna enjoy. Look for it in your local retailers coming this October.
All right, Lieutenants, we continue front and center today from the magnificent Greek Isles, uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. Captain Cy, along with Panos the Greek. Now, Lieutenants, as you know, there is never a time where we do not proudly display our patriotism. And what has happened, I think, recently, Lieutenants, here, without any question, I think if you look at the last number of years, we see the enemies of pleasure, the enemies of patriotism, We see people that are taking things way out of context for whatever reason and exaggerating them and turning them into items that they are not meant to be turned into. And the latest example is a young boy in McMinnville, Tennessee, which is about 90 miles southeast of Nashville, Tennessee. A young boy's military haircut has now cost him to be suspended from his school. Adam Stinnett went to Bobby Ray Memorial Elementary School in McMinnville, Tennessee, on March 9th with his new haircut. The haircut is a high and tight haircut. Captain Sy, you've seen these in the military, you know, high and tight. You see, like, uh, many many people in the the Navy, in the Army. Exactly. Okay. Now, for many years... People said in schools and camps said they wanted a, a, they didn't want long hair. So they would get their, either their head shaved or they would get like the peach fuzz or crew cut. That's pretty much what you call it. Well, he has a stepbrother who is an active duty member of the armed forces. His stepbrother's name is Specialist Justin Bloodworth. And in his honor, he wanted to be like his brother. He had his mother take him to get a haircut like his brother, meant to honor his soldier stepbrother. He was suspended from elementary school. He was written up by the principal, who thought the haircut was against school policy banning Mohawk haircuts or other extreme cuts. I don't know how anybody can confuse a military high and tight haircut with a Mohawk. Well, he went back to school with the same haircut. His mother received an email from the principal and was asked to stop in for a face-to-face meeting. It was made clear that Adam's hairstyle would have to change before he returned to school. Well, the only way that happens is for the hair to grow or cut it all off. Exactly. So his mother had to shave his head. Now, he wants to follow his older stepbrother's path into military service. Now, Captain Sy and, and, and... Panos the Greek, wouldn't you say, wouldn't you say that that is a certainly a noble, noble gesture? You're a young boy. You want to follow in the steps of your older brother, go into the military. A noble, certainly a noble calling. Of course it is, and it's it's a uh, uh, an excellent uh, career field to go into. Uh, it, it going into the military uh, exerts a little bit of discipline. Uh, it makes you a uh, person who is. Uh, somewhat precise that can um, handle life's issues that come up and uh, I think it's a very noble thing to do absolutely well apparently the principal thinks otherwise the boy's mother went ahead and contacted Amy Stinnett contacted the local newspaper she then heard from a couple of the TV stations local TV stations She's been contacted by national news outlets looking to do a story on it. And many of those media 
have contacted the Warren County Board of Education, who put out a news release this past Wednesday saying that neither Bobby Ray Memorial Elementary nor any school in Warren County School District prohibits military haircuts. Decisions on appropriate haircuts are made on a school-by-school basis, adding that district officials would not discuss specifics in Adams' case. Why not? Why not discuss it? You say you allow military haircuts, but then each individual school can go on a case-by-case basis. I'd like to hear what is insulting about a high and tight haircut. He's not wearing a ponytail. His hair's not down to his ass. His hair's not messy. He is wearing a military haircut that the men and women in the armed forces, the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Marines, all wear. Air Force, they all wear. My only logical explanation is perhaps that the principal is offended by the military, just like our commander-in-chief is offended by strong men and, and, and a strong military. And we're seeing this. And don't get me started on another tangent on that right now. The school district even had to take down its Facebook page after a deluge of comments. Bobby Cox, the district's director of schools, said that messages were not necessarily threatening but added to an incident uh, that could cause the district great stress. How about the stress on this student being suspended for doing nothing wrong? He's not causing a commotion in class. He's not bringing weapons. He's not selling drugs. He's not disrupting the class. He's getting uh, suspended because of his haircut. The uh, spokesperson said it's been portrayed that we are anti-military, anti-patriot, and we're not. I'm just sorry that's been the way it's been portrayed. Cox said the haircut policy is under review and that he believes a more complete definition of what styles are acceptable will help eliminate future problems. The district statement included an apology for the distraction this may have caused in the learning environment of our school and community. But no apology, however, to Adam or his mother, which is outrageous. Here we have a young student who looks up to his older stepbrother who is in the military, and we have a geek principal, an enemy of the military, suspending this boy for nothing but a haircut. Outrageous. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. This beautiful cigar quickly sold out their original production, created for the European market, now available in the U.S. The E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a medium body cigar with a gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. The new Romeo Inejo by Romeo y Julieta is crafted with a passion grown through time. Its double-fermented 2008 vintage tobaccos find their perfect companion with a stock-cut dark Connecticut wrapper. Together, they're aged in unique cedar cojones for a bold, sophisticated experience featuring notes of coffee and dark chocolate. Experience the timeless passion of the Romeo Inejo today at your local tobacconist. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Get ready to celebrate the good life with the Monte Cristo Social Club Roadshow, coming soon to a city near you. Enjoy world-class premium cigar brands like Monte Cristo, 
Romeo y Julieta, and H. Upman. Sip on delicious drinks and savor fine foods. You'll also hear an exclusive lecture about crafting premium cigars from the first seeds to hand-rolled masterpieces. Visit MontecristoSocialClub.com slash Roadshow for more information and to reserve your tickets to join in the festivities. Surgeon General's warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Lieutenants, uh, Brian, let me ask uh, uh, Lieutenant Brian, did the did the uh, Lightation liner fire? Okay, I'm not hearing it, by the way, on our uh, remote end here, so please... Sh- What's that? It went over the network, but I didn't hear it. Okay, tell you what, I want you to hit it one more time so I can hear it and get in the proper mood. How's that? There we go. With an unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy, it's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. All right, now we are officially ready that I've heard the proper National Cigar Lightation Ceremony liner. All right, lieutenants, we are going to enjoy today. I'm not going to enjoy because, again, I had some oral surgery earlier this week. However, Captain Sai and Panos the Greek of the Greek Isles get to enjoy the March Officers Club selection, which is the Epicario Cabinet. This is a beautiful cigar. Give you a little bit of background on this Epicario Cabinet. Launched initially last fall for the European market. A very limited number of, of cigars. I think about 200 or 500 boxes. That's it. And the cigar was received incredible accolades right off the bat. As soon as they they released it in Europe, it became incredibly popular. So, therefore, E.P. Carrillo said, wait a minute, is this is such a great cigar in Europe? We know we have to launch this here to our consumers in the United States. So, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the godfather of boutique cigars, started producing more of these wonderful E.P. Carrillo cabinets. Immediate hit, selling out its initial production uh, uh, uh run. This delivers medium body taste, a nice balance between flavor complexity and smoothness. And let me tell you about the wrapper, filler, and binder. The wrapper on this is a Corojo 1999. A beautiful Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99. The binder is from the Dominican Republic. The filler is from Nicaragua. It is made at Tabacalera de Alianza down in Santiago, República Dominicana. It is a magnificent cigar, and we have pulled out for 
Captain Cy the Toro, six inches in length with a 52 ring gauge. Beautiful cigar in the uh, $8, $9 price range. Just a magnificent-looking wrapper, Colorado in color. So I will hand this now to Captain. Actually, I'm not going to hand it to you yet because I've got to do a couple other things before I hand it to you. We will continue. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, got the Cigar Dave signature lock and load three jet flames ready to go. You can hear them there. Butane tank is full, and we are set. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, I just cut the end of the E.P. Carrillo Cabinet Toro for Captain Sai. Captain Sai, you will allow me, I hope, to toast the foot of this cigar. Will I allow you? My goodness gracious, how many lieutenants out there have the privilege, the privilege, the honor of having the general toast his personal cigar? I think it's fantastic. No extra charge for that, Captain Sai. It's complimentary. (laughs) It is gratis. It is gratis. All right, I'm going to toast. Now, what I'm doing is I'm allowing the heat, not the flame, to cause combustion of the wrapper. I want the wrapper to burn first because that gives us about 50 to 60% of the flavor of the cigar. Now I'm toasting the foot of the cigar. Captain Sai, I hand you the cigar. It is now toasted. All right. I hand you the litation device. You may now puff and rotate. And as Captain Sai does that, a beautiful amber, amber glow falls upon the foot of his E.P. Cario cabinet. Very nice. Um, my critique is gentle on the palate. I taste a little bit of uh, leather and just a touch of cocoa, if that makes sense. You don't taste any leather. The hell you taste any leather. That's a load of BS. <laughs> you taste leather and cocoa, my ass. <laughs> I knew you were going to get me on that one, Captain Sun, because I'm always kidding, as you know. Cigar Aficionado says it has hints of leather and marmalade and and dry grass and switchblade and ouzo. Some of these descriptors are ridiculous. But in general, because I have smoked the cabinet, it is medium, medium plus. Nice spice, very smooth. One thing about Ernesto Perez Carrillo, he knows how to blend great tobaccos to give you a lot of flavor, but with not a lot of overpowering harshness. And there's a very fine balance, and he's done a great job with this particular cigar. It is certainly a very unique cigar. I think one of Ernesto's great masterpieces without any question. So, lieutenants, if you have the chance, pick up an EP Cadillo cabinet. If you are not a member of the Officers Club, $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Go to CigarDave.com, and you will have no problem. You will be able to get the latest and greatest each and every month sent to you. All right, so Captain Sai, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say something, General. Uh, I think that smoking cigars is also a great device for bringing back memories. I remember us taking Cigar Army One, flying down to Miami, meeting with Ernesto. That's right. Having a great... uh, what do we have? Uh, I forgot. I, I think we went to uh, Joe's. Joe's Crab. Yeah, Joe's uh, Stone Crab. And then we stopped by uh, and saw Ernesto and had a great cigar. I mean, memories like that are fantastic. No question about it. Well, we've got our cigars. And now 
we need to accompany it with something very Greek. So, without further delay. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, today, Panos the Greek, the proprietor of the Greek Isles here in uptown Charlotte, has just poured some ouzo. Panos, tell us about ouzo. Ouzo is a candy drink for appetite. You have one or two before you have your meal, and then you eat everything that you play. And then have so, two or three more after. Uh, after, I don't know about after. They hit you right in the head. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit about ouzo. Certainly, this is a probably the most eponymous of Greek libations. It is an anise-flavored aperitif, widely consumed in Greece and Cyprus. Ouzo has its roots in Tsiporo which is said to have been the pet project of a group of 14th century monks living in a monastery on Mount Athos. One version of it was flavored with anise. The version eventually uh, came to be called ouzo, and the modern distillation took off beginning in the 19th century following Greek independence. It is traditionally mixed with water, becoming cloudy white, little faint blue tinge served with ice in a small glass, or you can drink it straight from a shot glass. So... I've got the chilled ouzo, a little bit of ice. Let me say, opa, opa, salute, salute to everybody. We'll take a little ouzo. Ah, the aroma is licorice right off the bat. Mm. Uh, mm. Ah, fantastic! Isn't that isn't that delicious? Tastes just like licorice, but it is. That's anise, and I, I didn't know what anise was, so I had to look look at what. Do you know what anise is? No. It's a, a, a plant. That's right. Yeah. It is a, a flowering plant. plant in the family Apicae, native to the eastern Mediterranean region and southwest Asia. It has similarities with some other spices, such as fennel and licorice. That's why it oh, tastes like licorice. Correct. So I'm going to take another sip of this. Oh, this is so good. It's mm. excellent with a cigar, too. You know, actually, it's the first time I've had mm. an ouzo with a cigar. It's very good. Can I tell you, this is soothing over the area of my mouth that had the oral surgery. It is delicious. Absolutely spectacular. All right. Before we take a short time out here, and by the way, if you care to join us, Lieutenants, 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. You can also uh, send me an email, CigarDave at CigarDave.com. And by the way, if you have version 3.0 of the Cigar Dave mobile app, you can certainly send us a an email message through the app as well as a 60-second voice message. That will come to us as well. Either way, a good way to communicate with us. About a month ago or so, I congratulated uh, David and Steve Castro of Davidus Cigars, who have now 11 great cigar stores in the Maryland area. And their latest location, their 11th location, is downtown in Baltimore in the Little Italy section at the Tack Factory. And I made mention of it that it's a Casa de Monte Monte Cristo. It's right on Bank Street in Baltimore, Little Italy. I used to live there, made a big deal. And they talked about how they got these lockers, including penthouse lockers. And I said, I don't know what a penthouse locker is, but I will tell you, I think I need one. And then I saw a picture of them, and they're these giant big lockers where you can put 10, 12 boxes of cigars. Well, lo and behold, earlier this week, I received an email from... David Castro, no relation to Fidel and Raul, by the way. I want to make that very clear. Saying that uh, please find the attached pictures of your new locker, Locker 1A, at Davida Cigars in Little Italy 
in downtown Baltimore, and he says, I hope to see you more in Baltimore. You can be sure I will do that, and I'm going to have to put some cigars in there to start aging for me, so when I do return, I can just open up Locker 1A, and it is right there for me, all of my fine cigars. So, David and Steve, thanks so much. We'll tweet out some pictures of that. And if you uh, visit Baltimore, be sure to check out the uh, Casa de Monte Cristo over at Davidus Cigars in the Little Italy section in the Tack Factory, 1300 Bank Street. No, right where it is, I could go for a Sabatino salad and a little bit of Sabatino's. Oh, what, what would I want if, uh, I'll tell you what, some spaghetti carbonara right about now would be fantastic. Can never go wrong with that. All right, lieutenants, we shall continue. 877-DAVE-007, the general, along with Captain Sai, And we've got Panos the Greek coming to you from the Greek Isles. There's nobody here in the Greek Isles, just us. We're enjoying great cigars and a little bit of ouzo. And I say, opa! Opa! Catch the Cigar Dave show anytime with the Cigar Dave mobile app. Available for Android and iOS. It is a real smoking app. Go to CigarDave.com for info. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club.
like a wolf feasting on a sheep's carcass. The general viciously shreds the enemies of pleasure and licks his blood-soaked chops with the taste of victory. There is nothing like the aroma of victory in the morning. And the aroma of victory, gentlemen, I think you would agree, some fine cigars as well as some nice Panos lamb on the grill. Oh, my goodness. Lamb on the grill. Doesn't that sound delicious? I mean, that sounds fantastic. And the way uh, he should explain how he makes this. I mean, it's no secret. And by the way, he is Panos Fotopoulos, the proprietor of the Greek Isles, along with his sons, Frank and George. Panos the Greek, Captain Cy, yours truly, the general front and center. We come to you today from the Greek Isles, our forward uh, command center alpha in the uptown Charlotte area. And let's talk about how you make that great lamb, because it is so tasty as well as the fish. You can't beat the fish from the Mediterranean. Yeah, David, uh, the secret is not a secret anyway. The, 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 trick, the trick is uh, we're using uh, pure olive oil, a little bit of oregano, a little bit of salt and pepper, and a little bit of garlic. That's it. That makes a difference on the flavor. And we use that not only in the lamb, and in the beef, and the pork, and the fish. Now, how long do you marinate that for? Uh, you can marinate right away. We can marinate a couple hours earlier before you So a couple it. hours? Yeah. That's it. So you said a little oregano, a little olive oil? Olive oil, yeah. What else? Uh, garlic, garlic and pepper. Garlic and pepper? Yes. A little bit of salt. Right. And after you cook it, you squeeze uh, half a lemon on it. Beautiful. That, that's all it's all about. Because you don't want the flavor. You want it to enhance the flavor, not to change the flavor or over, overpower the actual flavor of the lamb. Do you remember my, my Greek, big, fat Greek wedding? There was a scene where the, the guy that she's marrying is vegetarian. So she comes into the family, and so uh, she says, oh, I can't wait to wake, uh, make uh, my meat for you. And she says, he says, oh, well, well uh, and so-and-so, he's a vegetarian. She says, Vegetarian? Okay, I make lamb. <laughs> he was definitely yeah. he was definitely a beta male, wasn't he, General? He was a wussified beta. Yes, very sensitive. Well, There's no you question. Know, something about uh, the Greek Isles uh, lamb ch- uh, chops also is when you order them in, in in other places they seem to be at the most a quarter of an inch thick. Here at the Greek Isles, they're what at least what are they? Maybe. Uh, just a little less than a half inch or maybe a half inch. They're well, nice and thick, I, yeah. about a half inch. And uh, the way you perfect that, I mean, the way you cook that, it's charred on the outside, yet when you bite into it, it's, it's uh, what, medium rare, Panos? Uh, it has to be medium or under. Medium or under. Or well. And let's talk about some of the Greek, uh, the Greek specialties. Because many people are familiar with, uh, you know, I mean, when you think about it, lamb is, is very well known. But some of the fish... You know, my mother grew up uh, in the Mediterranean region as well, in Egypt and Greece, Italy, Egypt. All those countries had great fish. Now, one of the things I like the way that that, uh, you make it, Panos, is you take that whole fish and put it right on the grill. Yes. Now, what what are the different fish? I know you have a snapper that you have. Yes, and we have a bronzini. Bronzini, which comes, you get directly from Greece. from Greece, yes. How often do you get that from Greece? Twice a week. Now, what what are the characteristics of a bronzini? Flavor-wise, it's Flavor more of a white. Is, uh, it's not too fishy, like a red snapper. Right. Uh, it's a very delicate fish. Yes. A white, yes. almost a white flaky fish. Exactly. 
and uh, is a test very well. Uh, Mediterranean Ocean has a different flavor on the fish from Atlantic Ocean. In what way? Uh, Flavor-wise. Uh, like uh, we get red snapper here, but if you go to Greece and have the red snapper, it's more tasty. In tasty in what way? There's more flavor, it's more uh, peppery, more uh, spicy? Uh, no, the spicy, you do that. You put right. those there. But uh, it, it's some kind of different flavor from ocean to the ocean. I love that bronzini. I was able to get a bronzini a few weeks ago down in the Cigar City of Tampa. I put it on the grill. Did not turn out as well as when you make it here, I will say that. But it was still absolutely delicious. I just like putting it right on the grill and and put a little bit of uh, olive oil, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. That's all you really need. And I, there's something wonderful about opening up that fish, taking out that, that spine, and just eating it as whole. Not really filleted per se, yes. but just you really get every part of that fish that you can't beat. Now let's talk about some of the other specialties. Uh, let's talk about moussaka, pasticcio. Yes. Moussaka is, uh, uh, we make uh, 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 lanes of eggplants, potatoes, and zucchini, and uh, we put them between the lanes, we put the ground beef, which is already cooked, and uh, on the top we put a special... Uh, is it like a bechamel? Is uh, that a bes- a, yeah, yeah okay, bechamel, be- cheese? bechamel yeah. cheese. Yeah, bechamel and uh, we'll cook it uh, not too much, over, not more than 20 minutes. That's it? Tw- yes. You bake it 20 minutes? Yes. That's it? Because everything's cooked. The vegetables is baked. Right. It's not fried because too oily if fried. Right. And uh, the the ground beef is already marinated with uh, cinnamon sticks, with uh, salt and pepper. And uh, that's all it's all about it. That's it. Now, so that was moussaka. Moussaka. Now, pasticcio. Pasticcio is like lasagna with uh, ground beef in. And if it's got ground beef, if it's got meat, and it makes pita people angry, then I'm all for it. Yes. You can't beat that. So basically, it's the same just with ground beef instead of eggplant. Yes. Beautiful. Yes, Captain Sai. Uh, I like to come here for lunch on Tuesdays and have the stuffed tomato and the stuffed pepper and uh, yes. if Panos could describe that that's yeah. one of my favorite dishes here believe it or not we do make it about hungry a hundred orders monday prepare for tuesday a hundred lunch just for 100. lunch and by one thirty we run out we got a one pepper green or yellow or red whatever is on the market and one tomato and we fill up that with a uh, ground beef and rice and uh, fresh herbs and we bake it. We bake it for 45 minutes. And uh, people, they're, they're crazy about it. But we've got it once a week. We cannot oh, just once a week. That's it. Yeah, we cannot make every day. It's too much labor. Well, it's got all the, it, it has all the f- important food groups. You have yes. vegetables and you've got meat. Yes. So you're good to go. Now exactly. let's talk about some of those desserts. Now your wife, Tula, yeah. actually bakes all the desserts. Now there's two things. I love the, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, what's the, the little donuts that, uh, that you make? They look like little donut holes, like little uh, Timbits. Lukumades. 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 That's the tradition. <laughs> oh, and then you put, what, some honey on top of it? Honey and, uh, and pecans, or uh, walnuts. Or walnuts. Yeah, mix. Pecans and walnuts mixed with cinnamon sticks. I mean, cinnamon powder. And the baklava she makes 
Remember we took Whoa. it to we took it over to the Ballantine oh, for our oh, live yeah. broadcast. Yes. She makes it every year, oh, and she makes this giant tray, and it is gone like that, loaded with great sweets, but fabulous. Beautiful. Can't go wrong. All right, Lieutenant Sauer, with all this talk, now I'm hungry. Fire up one of the grills, will you, <laughs> yeah, Panos? Come on. That. Let's do that. We're all hungry now. All right, hard to believe our number one is now in the annals of history. Fear not, lieutenants. We have another hour of the Cigar Dave show to continue. When we come back, we will talk about some counterfeiters that are trying to rip you off, especially in the cigar state of Florida, as well as a cigar tax proposed cut in Minnesota. And it's running into some opposition. Also, the enemies of speech, the enemies of language, the politically correct police are out in full force, as are the feminists. We will tackle all of them. Hour number two, 877-DAVE-007. I'm Cigar Dave the General, along with Captain Sai and Panos the Greek. We continue hour number two from Charlotte next. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of my nicely chilled Uzo. Uh, All I need is a little bit of some of the great delicacies that Panos the Greek was mentioning, as well as if I could only have a cigar. I had some oral surgery this week, so no cigar for me. No soup for me. Well, soup, yes. Cigar, no. However, Captain Sai is filling in in my place so no cigars for about four to six weeks no problem lieutenants i'll miss them yes will i go into convulsions or will i go into withdrawal absolutely not but when i do get ready to enjoy again i will appreciate the aroma and the taste of that fine cigar tobacco leaf that much more we have left command center alpha in the cigar city of tampa we are in our ford theater of operations at the greek isles uptown charlotte long time friend and longtime great restaurant. We've got uh, joining us Panos the Greek and we've got Captain Sai and Panos in your honor. We have a little bit of music just for you. You've heard of Zorba the Greek? This is Panos. This is Panos the Greek. Now Panos, you're going to start dancing like Zorba? Why not? Opa. <laughs> And, you know, this, it, it, I have to tell you, Panos, whenever I come to the Greek Isles, this restaurant is always bustling. It's busy. It's a beehive of activity. It's just us three here. There's nobody else here. We're it. Captain side. General, uh, I just want to say something to the lieutenants, too. Do you notice how I hold my cigar and how you hold your cigar? Well, they wouldn't notice that because this is radio, not television. Uh, yeah, yet. this is true. <laughs> However, Panos, wait a minute. You know what? Panos, this gives me a good idea. Yeah. Put, put, put this. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. All right. Panos, do that one more. Wait. Do that one more time because I'm going to take a picture. Wait a minute. Okay. Uh, Captain Sai, go ahead. 
Okay, he holds his cigar like a Russian commissar. He really does. does. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, let's get you gentlemen close. Get get nice and close, and you hold hold it up the way you hold it. Go go ahead and smoke it, Pados. Are you normal? There you go. I'm going to tweet this out. You're exactly right, Captain Cy. Just notice that. Panos, the good news is we've checked. There's no beta tendency, so you're okay. Beautiful. All good. All right. Well, we welcome you back, Lieutenants 877-DAVE-007. Before we get to uh, some calls here, a little item that I wanted to share with you. We have not seen a counterfeit cigar issue for a while, at least a number of years. And uh, this comes to us actually right from the Cigar City backyard. Uh, Cigar counterfeiters have been shut down across Florida, specifically a couple in the uh, Tampa Bay area. The Florida Florida Division of ATF, Alcohol, Beverages, and Tobacco, conducted a series of raids and arrests throughout Florida relating to the manufacture, distribution, and sale of counterfeit versions of General Cigars Cohiba, Macanudo, and Partagas Cigar Brands, that uh, all are made by General Cigar. I, I've heard of Padrones being counterfeited. I've heard of certainly Cohiba. I've heard of Fuentes. But I've never heard of Macanudos being counterfeited. So this is new. Since February 28th, the Florida Alcohol, Beverage, and Tobacco uh, Department has seized counterfeit cigars with an estimated retail value in excess of $100,000. In addition to the banded counterfeit cigars, ABT has also seized tens of thousands of counterfeit cigar bands and boxes that I'm sure were going to be used on the counterfeit cigars. And ABT has not completed a precise calculation of the total retail dollar value, but it could be in the six-figure or higher area. Numerous individuals have been arrested, charging them with felony forgery or counterfeiting of private labels and related offenses under Florida law. The events leading up to the recent seizures and arrests began over a year ago. General Cigar, uh, at their request, contacted the Tampa Office of Alcohol, Beverages, and Tobacco, who began an investigation into certain entities and individuals suspected of involvement in the manufacture, distribution, and sale of counterfeit cigars. Special agents and other ABT offices commenced investigations of counterfeiters throughout Florida The investigations, which remain ongoing, have led to numerous seizures and arrests in cities, including Clearwater, Fort Myers, Hollywood, Lutz, which is a suburb of Tampa, Oldsmar, which is near Clearwater, Palm Harbor, Tampa, and Wikiwachi. The largest of the seizures involved Island Cigar Corporation, a licensed cigar distributor and retailer, Raids conducted at Island Cigar's Wikiwachi headquarters and Oldsmar retail store resulted in the seizure of tens of thousands of counterfeit cigars and related materials, including bands and boxes. The president of Island Cigar's, Rolando Gruart, and the secretary-treasurer of the company, Constanza Sanchez, both arrested during raids that took place in late February. And what this does, this seems to me, an absolute way in which the company here, which is involved, and I did a little research, they make their own brands and bundled cigars. And what it appears to be is they were making cigars that were counterfeits, that were inexpensive premium cigars, and then they were putting Partagas, Cohiba, or Macanudo bands and trying to sell them 
to various retailers. Some retailer must have either tipped them off or a consumer who saw something and said this is not right. And what that does, that affects the integrity of the whole industry. Because here we have some unscrupulous counterfeiters who want to capitalize on your desire to purchase well-known brand names. And if any of the retailers purchase these knowingly, then they should too, and many have in the past. In the past, there have been in South Florida some retailers that knowingly bought counterfeit cigars. They sold them as the real thing, and they got caught. And when you're a consumer and you go to spend, whether it's $5 or $8 for a Macanudo or a Cohiba, which is $10 or $12, or for a Padron, let's say 1926, which could be $14 or $16 or $18, you want the real thing. And when you walk into a retailer's humidor, you expect that they are going to have the authentic product. And for a retailer to knowingly sell a counterfeit item, not only is criminal, but it is immoral because they know they are screwing you, and that is wrong. Very quickly, in the state of Minnesota, their current cigar excise tax is 95%. 95%, which is onerous, it is usury, it is outrageous. A proposal by Representative Jim Nash, a Republican of Waconia, Minnesota, would reduce the price of premium cigars by putting a maximum cap of 50 cents per cigar. So the tax of 95% would remain. However, it would be capped at 50 cents. Wisconsin's tax, their neighbors to the north, same cigar, 50 cents. 50, or actually to the east. 50, or, uh, right, let's see. Minnesota, depends on where you are in Minnesota, actually. But 50 cents in Minnesota is what they're proposing, same as in Wisconsin. Now, of course, the enemies of pleasure are saying, this has got to stop. We can't do this. This is just outrageous. The opponents are are making some wild accusations. In fact, one of the opponents, who is a student at a high school in Minnesota, said, you might think kids won't smoke cigars. I'd like to ask you to think again. Young people model adult behaviors, in particular model the behavior of adults who appear powerful. So great. A high school student is now, because the tax is going to be reduced to 50 cents at a maximum cap, is now going to go out and buy a $14 Padron because it makes they want to emulate someone powerful? I don't think so. Kids in high school are not smoking premium cigars. This bill is targeted towards premium cigars. Of course, A volunteer with the American Cancer Society said he worries because the tax cut will make cigars more accessible to youth. Again, how many youths are buying $8, $10, $14 cigars or $5 cigars? The reality is is that it does not happen. But, of course, the enemies of pleasure are doing everything in in their power to twist and manipulate the truth. Dr. Russell Lupker a cardiologist at the University of Minnesota, told committee members in front of the legislature, cigars have higher levels of carcinogens than cigarettes, and research shows that higher tobacco prices help people quit 
prevent youth smoking, and save lives. Why would we undermine a policy that reduces smoking and give, and give tax breaks on a product that kills people? Dr. Lupker, you may be a good cardiologist. I don't know. You could be a quack. Could very possibly be. I don't know. I don't know you. But I'll assume, for the sake of today's show, that you are somewhat competent to competent at what you do. But what you are not competent at is getting facts. Because cigars do not have higher levels of carcinogens than cigarettes. You are basing that on the fact, I will guarantee, that because cigars are much larger than cigarettes, therefore it must have a higher level of carcinogens and thus more tar and nicotine and everything else. That is not true. And why would we undermine a policy that reduces smoking, give tax breaks on a product that kills people? Cigars don't kill people, sir. Cigars do not kill people. Any product consumed the wrong way can kill you. If you go into a shower, you can be killed if you slip. If you eat, if you drink too much water, you can be killed. Drink too much alcohol. We know the effects there. Cigars are enjoyed in moderation. That is the reality. Now, one of the other enemies of pleasure said, if this bill goes through, some cigars will cost as little as $2.50. So what? So if it is $2.50, how many students are buying cigars for $2.50? None. This tax cut, tax cap, should be enacted. And I commend the representative, Representative Nash, Jim Nash of Minnesota, for proposing this. It is smart business. Taxes, cigars are being singled out. 95% tax, any way you look at it, is onerous, usurious, and unfair. So to the enemies of pleasure, enough with your lies, enough with your distortions. The reality is adults consume cigars in moderation, If you're going to argue or you want to present your case, stop lying, use fact. But the reason you can't use fact is because none of your facts support your policy or your position. When we come back, lieutenants, we will go to the phones. 877-DAVE-007, coming to you front and center from Charlotte, the Greek Isles today. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. 
You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. general has determined that enemies of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. And we continue from Charlotte, North Carolina, one of my absolute favorite areas to be in. What a great city, vibrant city. Uptown Charlotte at the Greek Isles. And as we speak, I look over and Panos the Greek owns another restaurant called the French Quarter in Uptown Charlotte. He just wanted our our, uh, our lunch our lunch orders, correct, Captain Si? Uh, that's correct. Um, I'm going to have the uh, chicken and I'm going to have a salad myself. Well, I just pulled up the menu here. I have to. Yep. I've got to take some time to look at the menu here. What a huge menu! Well, Abs, and, and he's going to get it delivered right here to the Greek Isles. It's, it's going to be delivered right to us from the French Quarter to the Greek Isles. Exactly. Now, after I eat from anything French, am I going to want to start retreating and acting like a wussified pacifist? Uh, not if you have the Freedom Fries with it. Ah, uh, there you go. Freedom Fries. Excellent. Tell you what, let's go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007. First up, we go to the crumbling empire state of New York. Sean, you are front and center. Welcome. Hello, General. Long ashes to you. Back at you. My question today is in relation to the color of the cigar. I've been getting some mixed reviews, and I'm a, a fairly new uh, cigar smoker. And uh, is a dark cigar always going to be uh, a lot stronger than a light cigar? No. The color of the cigar has nothing to do with the taste profile of the cigar. And let me give you an example. If you look at a Connecticut uh, Ecuadorian wrapper, and you look at a, let's say, a an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper and an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, they could look very similar in color. A Colorado, almost a light tan, a light brown color. However, both of those wrappers have very different characteristics, flavor characteristics. The Ecuadorian Connecticut is going to be more on the mild side, a little bit of sweetness, whereas the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Cuban seed, may be richer, much more spicy. So, the color means nothing in terms of flavor. 
Now, people look at a Maduro cigar, and Maduro in Spanish means ripe. It tends to look like a deep chocolate-colored wrapper. Many people look at those dark cigars and say, oh, I don't want one of those dark ones, those Maduros. Those are going to be super full. Not necessarily the case. One of the characteristics of Maduro wrappers is that they are very, very sweet because of the aging process and the fermentation. A lot of the sugars get released. It is a very sweet wrapper. So you should not in any way, shape, or form go by the color of the wrapper. I can, however, give you some recommendations for some mild cigars. If you are looking for something on the milder flavored side, is that correct, Sean? Yes, it is. Okay. I would stick with cigars that have a Connecticut Connecticut Shade or Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. And I'll give you a few examples. One is the Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real that uses a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper, meaning it is Connecticut seed grown in Ecuador. Nice, mild flavored cigar. I would also recommend the Rocky Patel Vintage 99 Connecticut, which is a nice, smooth cigar. I would certainly recommend that. I would also recommend to you, we talked about Macanudo. Macanudo uses a Connecticut USA wrapper, which is a Connecticut shade uh, uh, wrapper grown in the United States. That's a mild flavored cigar. The Perdomo uh, Reserve Champagne is also another mild flavored cigar. So I would recommend any of those. They are nice, mild flavored cigars. You certainly cannot go wrong, but don't judge the strength of a cigar by the color of the wrapper. And here's what I'll do for you. I will send you out. I happen to have some Monte Cristo Whites, which are great cigars. Monte Cristo is top-of-the-line cigar. I'll send some of those out to you. That uses a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. It is mild, mild to medium, but very pleasant. We'll send that out your way if you stand by. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure. Let us uh, move along to, let's see, I think it says, is this Treva? Uh, it says Crown Point, but I have no idea what where that is. So where is uh, Crown it, Point? It's an Indiana general, Long Hashes. Ah, back at you. Indiana. And is it Treva? Is that the correct name? That is correct, sir. Fantastic. Well, welcome. Thank you. Uh, so, um, I wish you a speedy recovery. I see you're uh, smoking by proxy. Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, I'll also ask you a question. Uh, do you uh, subscribe to the stars, and are you, uh, have you watched any episodes of Black Sail? I, have not, I do subscribe. I, I've got DirecTV. I've got everything. I've not seen Black Sail. not familiar with it. Oh, you should. It's got it's, it's a Tell soap me about opera it. for men. A soap it's, opera for men. Absolutely. All the idiot takes place in, in a brothel, a tavern, or aboard a pirate ship. A brothel, a tavern, or a pirate ship. That's so far, you had me at bro- you. You had me at brothel. <laughs> I knew I would. <laughs> All right, I'm going to check that out. Called Black Sail. Black you know, I'm yeah, always looking. Season two just ended, so it's a really cool show. Yeah, I'm Excellent. on my way to well, work. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, we need to take a time out, but here's what I'd like to do for you. Obviously, listen, you, you gave me a great recommendation, so I've got to send something out for you. So I'll tell you what, how about I send you out some, uh, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you out some Perla Del Mars from J.C. Newman Cigar. Nice, mild, the medium-flavored, square-pressed cigar down from Nicaragua. They are coming your way. So they are great cigars. Stand by. We'll get those out to you, lieutenants. I got to order lunch. Panos the Greek wants me to order lunch. We'll order lunch. We'll continue front and center from the Greek Isles in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
The March selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is E.P. Carrillo Cabinet. It delivers medium-bodied taste with a superior balance between flavor, complexity, and smoothness. One look at this gorgeous Ecuadorian Habano Corojo 99 wrapper, and you'll know why the new E.P. Carrillo Cabinet is a flavor powerhouse. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Welcome to The Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Pleasure, command, and control. It's the General Cigar Dave. Front and center, Command Center Alpha has relocated today to the Greek Isles, Uptown Charlotte, on uh, just a gorgeous blue sky day, sunny day in Charlotte. A little chilly. It was about 44 when I got in here, about 10:30 this morning, but just magnificent. Nice change of pace coming from the Cigar City, where it was very warm. The last two weeks. Not complaining, though, in any way, shape, or form. Let's say hello to uh, Mike in San Antonio, Texas. Don't mess with Texas. You are up, Mike. Hello, Cigar Dave. How are you? Fantastic. Long, Greetings. Long ashes to you. Say, uh, I had Back a question, at you. I had a question about if you ever been into a uh, casino. We uh, we visited Lake Charles, Louisiana once in a while on the weekend, spend some time there and have some fun, gamble, smoke cigar, gamble, and, uh, well, we decided to check out the casino next door to it, and uh, I don't know if I want to mention any names, but anyway. Go ahead. You mentioned, uh, No, you can mention the name. Go ahead. Okay. We, we went to a Golden Nugget right next door to the Bears, walk over to check it out because it's brand new, and we walked into a gambling area, which uh, most casinos are now smoking, and uh, we walked in there with a cigar, me and my buddy, and... Uh, a manager had walked up to us and told us we could not smoke cigars. We could only smoke cigarettes. And so we just put it out and walked right out. But I never heard anything like that before. 
Well, certainly, I yeah, most casinos do allow you to smoke cigars. Uh, but, you know, that's discrimination towards cigar smokers. And I would say to you that cigars sp- smell much better. The aroma of a fine cigar is so far superior than that to any cigarette. And it never, it never made sense to me when I'd go into restaurants and they'd say, please, no pipe or cigar smoking. But you could smoke all the cigarettes you wanted. Never understood that. Yeah, I just couldn't understand. I mean, I would rather see a sign that said no smoking, period. But when they say no smoking cigars, but you can smoke cigarettes, I thought that was kind of crazy. Yeah, it really makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't get it. But they're stupid. And the reason they're stupid is because cigar connoisseurs spend more money than cigarette smokers without any question. And and non-cigar connoisseurs. And I'll give you an example. Now, Panos, you know this. You have. You, hang on one second, Mike, if you will. Panos, you've got a beautiful area outside here where people can smoke cigars. They can enjoy themselves. I will guarantee you that the gratuities are probably larger from the cigar connoisseurs that smoke outside and are probably easier to deal with than any other customer, correct? Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got a nice patio of people that smoke cigars outside. Exactly, and, yeah. and and you welcome them, of course. And they come in. Not only do they do they enjoy a great dinner. I will guarantee you, they probably enjoy a finer brand of wine or spirit. Correct, definitely. Desserts right. after dinner, drinks, coffee. They spend, and and so, Mike, I think it is just very short sighted on the casino's part. But you know what? Go to another casino. Go to a casino that welcomes you and patronize them. And that's exactly what we did. We went back next door to the Bears, where there's cigar friendly there, and we had a good time. There you go. Mike, here's what I want to do for you. How about I send you out some cigars, and you go find a casino where you can join them, uh, enjoy them. I'm going to send you out the E.P. Carrillo Cabinet Selection, which is our March Officers Club selection. So that is going to be shipped out to you. And, uh, and enjoy those in a cigar-friendly casino. All right. Thank you very much. All right, stand by. We will get those out to you. The Pleasure Police are inventing ways to be harmed again. Here's another microaggression atrocity. Well, we told you about this nonsensical term called microaggression, where people who feel that they are slighted or they are insulted, they created this new term called microaggression. You are microaggressed upon Well, the latest comes from Ithaca College, Central New York, not far from Syracuse University, where I attended and matriculated from back in 1986. The Ithaca College student government wants to create a reporting system for microaggressions. Now, this is complete absurdity. The student government passed a bill last week to establish an online reporting system for hurt feelings over microaggressions. Ooh, my feelings are hurt. I need to go online and report it. That's how pathetic it is. Student Senator Angela Predden, who sponsored the bill, claims the online reporting system will make Ithaca College a safer, more inclusive, and diverse community for all students. Microaggressions, according to her, are, and I quote, statements by a person from a privileged group that belittles or isolates a member of an underprivileged group, 
as it relates to as it relates to race, class, gender, sexual orientation, ability, and more. So, lieutenants, if I say this American taxpaying citizen is fed up with underwriting the tab for illegal aliens who are freeloaders here in the U.S., that could be considered microaggression. Because it is a statement by me, someone of privilege, because I have American citizenship, that belittles or isolates a member of an underprivileged group, i.e. illegal aliens, because they don't have citizenship. And so therefore, I could be reported at Ithaca College on the online system as someone who has microaggressed. Frankly, I don't want to microaggress. I want to macro the hell out of aggression. I want to macroaggress my ass off. So if anybody is insulted that I say that I am sick and tired of paying the tab for illegal aliens that came into this country, that knowingly broke the law coming into this country, and you're offended, too effing bad. Now, examples of the microaggressions that Ithaca College include uh, the students face, they say, include phrases like they were dancing like they were having a seizure. I'm so e- OCD, or here's another one, I'm, or you're too sensitive. Captain Sai, let me ask you. If you and I were talking and you told me something and I said, Captain Sai, you're being too sensitive about it, would you say, General, you have just microaggressed me because you are a person of privilege that has isolated me, a member of an underprivileged group? Would you feel uh, offended? <laughs> General, how do you answer something like that? No, of, of course, of course, I wouldn't be offended. I mean, you know, it it, it is a ridiculous statement, first of all, and uh, you know, what do you say about something like that? I, 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 I really it's don't absurdity. Know. It's it's complete absurdity, and you know what? It's time for us to act like men. You got it. Now, the student senator Angela Pratham said thing for this is not to have legal action as the immediate or first priority or first step. This is just a reporting system. Legal action wasn't even at the forefront of our agenda. It's more so that there is an actual documentation of event. Has this woman ever heard of the First Amendment? We have the right to say freedom of speech and people are going to get offended. Listen, Captain Sai, you know this. Yes. You walk up to someone on a day like today, beautiful sunny day, and say, good morning. What a beautiful sunny day. Someone's going to be offended because you know what? They don't like sunny days. They prefer cloudy, gray, damp days. Now, how ridiculous is that, right? But it's true. Yeah. That's, that's the absurdity. So she goes on to say it might be possible to punish people who commit microaggressions. No, it's not. No, it's not. There's something called the Constitution and the First Amendment, guaranteeing freedom of speech. Sure. She says the proposed program is intended to be record-keeping but with impact. It's not that we're going to keep these records and not do anything about these instances, but it's not to the degree that every instance will require trial or some kind of harsh punishment. I can see it now. Somebody microaggresses someone else, and in court, the person stands up and says, Sir, you are arrested and you are charged for first-degree microaggression. How do you plead? <laughs> And then if he is found guilty, I can see it now, you are sentenced to life in prison for causing people to be 
offended. Now, this is absurd. Nowhere in our laws does it say somebody does not have the right to not be offended in life. And the problem today is we are creating a group of people, especially beta males, who are so wimpied, wimp, wimpified and wussified that they no longer, when somebody gives them constructive criticism or tries to tell them something, they take it the wrong way and they're offended. And they look at it as if they're being attacked, they're being microaggressed, which is not the case. In fact, my father always taught me, look, if somebody gives you constructive criticism, they want to help you. Listen to them. Now, there are times when people may just criticize for the sake of criticism, but I have found in 99% of the time, they usually give you something which they, they give you a constructive bit of advice which will help you. Captain Sai, you, uh, long-time uh, captain for U.S. Airways, retired number two on the seniority list. I am a private pilot. And I always look to you for knowledge, and we have flown together many times. You have given me many hints of advice, and I'm like a sponge. I absorb them all. I would never think of saying to you, Captain Sai, I'm offended you would give me a suggestion on how to improve my landings or how to improve dealing with certain emergency situations. No, I welcomed the advice that you had. That's the difference between men today and men from years ago. The men years ago? The more mature adults to, uh, 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 like us, the alphas, we, we don't look at that as a negative. We look at it as a positive. The beta male youth today, they're all offended at everything. And I will say this too, General. Uh, when, when I would train with you uh, when we were flying, uh, and I'm sure you will agree with me when I make this statement, that alpha males tend to be better captains, whether they're flying single-engine airplanes, twin-engine airplanes, four-engine airplanes, whatever it is, if you have a positive, a alpha male type of personality, you naturally, you are naturally a better captain. Would you agree with that? I think in anything you do, if you're an alpha, you're decisive in any line of, prof- any line of work, whether you're a surgeon, you're a pilot, you're a broadcaster, you're an attorney, you're a judge, whatever it may be. I think a business person, if you are alpha, you are decisive, and you are a far better at what you do and more successful than those that are timid and wussified and wimpy. And that doesn't mean that uh, an alpha male does not make mistakes, but as time goes on in life, this is what you learn. You learn from your own mistakes, correct? I would agree. Absolutely. As a good friend of mine once said, a smart man learns from their mistakes, a wise man learns from others. That was the general that quoted that, I believe. No, that was my good friend Don Gilbert that, oh, that okay. told me that, okay. that I've shared right. many All times. Right. One of my mentors. I'm trying to exactly give you a right. plug here, General. I'm trying no, to give no. you a plug. No, no. He, I, I cannot take credit for something I did not, uh, did not create originally. <laughs> All right, lieutenants, the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show is coming your way next from the Greek Isles in Charlotte. To smoke the same cigars the general does during the show? See past cigar and libation selections anytime at cigardave.com. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next, how about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? 
Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Cigar Dave's health recommendation. Include ample amounts of wreckage and stackage in your daily diet. Screw the fruits and vegetables. Well, Voice Talent Ed has a very good suggestion he just posted on Twitter. I think I will let all of you go to our Twitter timeline and see exactly what type of class he suggests should be taught to cultivate alpha males in training. Uh, Captain Sai, now you've traveled, of course, the world. Did your airline career take you to Orlando on any occasions? Many. Whoops, let me put that. There we go. Many, many times, General. Okay. This is sad. This is a bit of nostalgia that is leaving us about a building in central Florida, specifically in Winter Park. Sadly, the building that once housed the Booby Trap, Club Rio, Club Harem, or, and or Christie's Cabaret, a breast-shaped strip club on Lee Road in Winter Park, Florida, was demolished. In December, the Winter Park City Commission voted unanimously to purchase the building for just under a million dollars, adding an amendment to raise it after they bought it. It really is a part of Central Florida history. dates back to the 1970s. Before they demolished the building, one of the reporters for uh, one of the Orlando papers, the Orlando Sentinel, went through it. The only thing pretty much remaining intact inside the inside the building, the stripper poles. 
Maybe it's going to be replaced with a tofu and raisin factory. Uh, tofu, you mean? Yeah, tofu. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do, but apparently they wanted the former Booby Trap Club Rio Club Harem Christie's Cabaret out. And just the name Club Harem to me indicates, or the Booby Trap, something outstanding must have gone on inside there. So a sad bit of uh, trivia. Captain Side, do you watch Mad Men? I, occasionally, once in a while. Great show. Been watching it. The only thing that really bothers me about Mad Men is how they start and stop, and they've done it for the last few years. And basically, Mad Men took a hiatus for almost, I think, two years. And then it came back, and last year only came back with eight episodes. I think there's eight more to go. It starts next week, I believe. Well, Mad Men star John Hamm, who plays Donald Draper, Don Draper, an advertising executive, Uh on the show they all drink heavily. Right. They drink gin, vodka, bourbon. That's how it was in the 60s. Right. Where the show initially started. I think it started in the, I want to say late 50s, early 60s, and then it progressed now where I think it's into the 70s. Well, his character on Mad Men actually has a drinking problem. And the partners have him leave and dry out a little bit. Well, if this isn't ironic, I don't know what is. Mad Men star John Hamm recently completed treatment for alcohol addiction. It was reported by TMZ, and it comes as the final season of Mad Men begins on April 5th uh, on AMC. So how odd is that? That is something. You know, General, many years ago when I flew with the old former World War II pilots, they always emphasized this with me. Captain Sy, well, I wasn't the captain then, but they'd say, First Officer Sy, only drink for the taste. Have one. Have one Manhattan or have one bourbon and then stop. Right. That, that's it. Just drink for the taste, not for the effect, but the taste. Exactly. Well, clearly he was drinking for the alcohol because he's now, or I think he just completed rehab. So just I thought of, of what an interesting striking parallel. The guy stars as a, an advertising executive who has to go and dry out, and here's now in real life he actually has to go and dry out. Poor I don't guy. know if there's any link between the two. Anyway, speaking of drinking. If you have a child in New York City's, one of New York City's uh, daycare centers, or daycare center in which is under the supervision of the city of New York, your toddler will now be limited as to how much juice they can now drink. The New York City Board of Health, or as I call it, the New York City Board of Health Politburo, has enacted stricter, rule, stricter rules for daycares, uh, daycare centers limiting how much juice the kids they can drink, and they're trying to cut their sedentary time as well. Under the new rules designed to try to cut obesity rates, again, these are kids that are 2, 3, 4, 5 years old, children must be at least 2 years old before they can take their first sip of juice at daycare, and they're only allowed 4 ounces of juice a day. Have you ever poured four ounces? That is nothing. I thought you did the same thing with Mick the Brit. Don't you, don't that, you limit him to that, the amount, amount of juice that he takes? No, that's 400 ounces of, of libation, <laughs> alcoholic libation at a time. So four ounces, only 100% juice is allowed. The old rules allowed babies as young as eight months to sip at least six ounces of 100% juice a day. And also... They're going to limit the amount of kid, uh, time kids can watch playing uh, with their iPads or watching TV in sedentary time. But to me, the city is out of line on this. They want to control everything. And to show you 
how some people really don't look at the big picture, how they don't have a clue of what slippery slope this can go down. The, uh, the, the article that I, I saw in the New York Daily News from last Monday quoted a mother, a 42-year-old mother of two kids from Brooklyn by the name of Helen Chernikoff. And she said, sometimes the mayor knows best. This is what she had to say, quote, Juice and TV are bad, and I would embrace the nanny state when it comes to this stuff. Now, anybody that would embrace the nanny state and doesn't say, wait, I'm going to make my own decisions for my kids, this is exactly what the Third Reich and what Hitler did. They were a nanny state. People don't realize that. They were the first. Hitler wanted to make everyone vegans. Hitler was the one that came in and had a whole list of items that he wanted to uh, change. People don't realize that. Well, when you allow a government to decide what a consumer, a citizen can consume, and you say, well, I embrace it because juice and TV are bad, why is juice bad? Why is TV bad? It's not. And she says, I'd embrace the nanny state when it comes to this stuff. That is an abrogation of her own duties. And to roll over and simply say, I give up, I'll trust the mayor because he must be smarter, this is how Obama got elected. Because the lemmings that are in this country without a brain flock like a herd mentality. And I guarantee you that with 50% of this nation, not the alphas, you could feed them chicken droppings, call it steak, and they'd look up and down and say, oh, this tastes fantastic. Because they're too stupid to realize and think for themselves. Thankfully, the alphas that listen to the Cigar Dave show and others that uh, females as well, They're not lemmings. They can think for themselves. Captain Cy, it's been a pleasure to be up here with you in Charlotte. want to thank you and also thank the great hospitality for Panos the Greek here at the Greek Isles. Thank you, General. It was a pleasure being here. Cigar Dave, the General, saying may our humidor always be full. May our cutter always be sharp. May our ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. So long from Charlotte, North Carolina. And don't ever let an enemy of pleasure tell you what to do.